Welcome back to Thinking Out Loud with Miss Anonymous B. That would be me. Today's episode is going to be about what I think about marriage. Hmm. I was never one of those kids who wanted the fairy tale wedding and all of the hoopla and the flowers and the cake and everybody just doting on me. And I was like, yeah, no, I, I don't I don't want all that. I've never been the type of person to want to be the center of attention. All eyes on me. No thanks. I'll pass. I always told myself because of how I grew up and what I experienced and what I've seen marriage is like and just what I saw I I knew that was something I didn't want and I was just like no marriage is not for me <sighs> fast forward 19 years <laughs> I got married I thought he was the best thing on earth he was willing to love me for who I was, or so I thought. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be that example that I needed to see growing up. I'm going to be that wife. I was never the, the girl who was like, I can't wait to meet my husband and to be, to be somebody's wife. And yeah, no, that wasn't me. And lo and behold, I got married at 19. I know, dumbest thing ever, ever. I got married at 19 years old. And when I think about it, I shouldn't have gotten married. I should have called it off. He was like, no, I'm a godly man and I'm sorry for what I did and I don't want to lose you. Please marry me. And this is how dumb I was. Yes, I am admitting to being dumb. Because I was in college. I was in my second year. Almost finished with my second year. And he asked me to leave school. Marry him. And we could be happy together. And I'll make sure you go back and finish your degree. Let's just say one of the biggest mistakes of my life. Because I never made it back to finish. We'll get to that in another episode. So, um, got married at 19. Five years into the marriage, baby number one arrives. She was the rainbow baby because the first pregnancy was a very horrible miscarriage. And so, when I got that little girl... I want to say I was in shock. I remember when she came out and they were like, you want to hold her? And I was just like, Mm-mm. and I'm watching everybody else hold her. And I'm like, oh my God, she stuck with me. Oh my goodness. She stuck with me. I got to deal with this kid for the rest of my life. I can't call her mama or her daddy and say, hey, you can come get her now. She ready to come home. Her home was with me.
Yeah, I'm sorry. Just thinking about it. And so then, 50 weeks later, baby number two. Did I do that on purpose? Absolutely not. And then, 53, 54 weeks later, baby number three. So that's a lot of babies in a short period of time. I was overwhelmed, stressed, just trying to be the best me I could be for these three little people. Meanwhile, he's gone on to get two degrees and working on his third. And I'm just that supportive stay-at-home mom watching after his kids and making sure the house is clean and making sure dinner is ready and making sure his uniforms are ironed and doing the laundry. (sighs) Yeah, I gave him way too much of me for how he ended up fucking it up in the end. Anywho, long story short, 10 months in, I wanted to go, not 10 months, sorry, 10 years, 10 years in, after I did our taxes and put money aside the entire year prior, I booked us a cruise for our 10 year anniversary. I flew my mom in. She came and watched the kids. I told him, I said, all you have to do is pack a bag. Let me take care of the rest. And we went on our first cruise together. We were on the Carnival. Carnival something. Start with an S. Sensation. I want to say it was Carnival Sensation. And he rushed back at the end of the cruise to make it to his uh, his church, his beloved church, because he wanted to be the best musician in the city. And he just wanted everybody to know his name. And he just wanted to be a very God-fearing man and wanted God to look at him and be like, that's my guy. Yeah, no, motherfucker, no. Because we ended up getting a divorce due to adultery on his part. But I didn't file. He did. This old crankly dinosaur from church. I swear Christians be the first ones to fuck you over. Anywho, um, yeah. So he this joker went and cheated on me with this old crankly dinosaur. Came home from church one night on a Wednesday after I had gotten home from church because we took separate vehicles because he's a musician and the musicians got to get there early and do sound check, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I get the kids to the house, feed them, bathe them, get them to bed. I'm finally laying down and dozing off when he walks in, turns on the lamp on my nightstand and said, I need you to sign here, here, and here. When I tell you my heart sank, like, wait, what? Well, I just, I don't feel like you love me the way I need to be loved. I didn't put my whole life on hold to give you everything you asked for. You asked for six kids. I said, I can't do six. I will meet you halfway. I did that. 
your first degree, I don't know how you did that because I did all your homework. Your second degree, I did your homework. And into your third, you would wake up and realize, oh crap, I got homework due today and I didn't do it last night, only to find that I had already finished it, printed it out, put it in your binders, so that all you had to do was go to school. And I remember after your second degree, it was like, your name should be on this. Your name should be on all my degrees because you've helped me so much and I never could have made it without you. So I'm helping you get degrees. I'm still technically uneducated because I haven't been able to go back. Yeah, marriage is supposed to be a partnership. I was the only one doing the partnering part. I was never, it never was reciprocated back to me how I helped him and loved on him and doted on him. And from the outside looking in, it looked like I had everything perfect. Oh my gosh, you don't have to work. He's going to school. He's in the military and he's just taking care of her. Oh my God, they got a house. Oh my God, they just bought a new SUV. And from the outside looking in, it looked like I had it going pretty well. Well, on the inside, I'm struggling with how me being in his life is making his life better. Him being in my life did absolutely jack shit. So long story short, he cheated, filed for divorce. And me being gung-ho for God, I was like, okay, how do I do this? It's the devil. He's attacking me. I can get through this. I can get through this. I'm going to sign the papers and I'm going to prove him wrong. Oh my God. No, it didn't work like that. God didn't show up for me nowhere. Nowhere was that brown-haired, blue-eyed joker in the sky showing up for me. He was nowhere to be found. Skipping a whole lot of BS in the middle. Six years later, I got married again. I know, me, stupid me, who said I wasn't going to get married at all, is on marriage number two. My biggest complaint with this marriage, I feel like he just... He didn't know how to deal with emotion. If I was sad, I'd have to go to him to ask for a hug. If I'm crying, he'd just sit there like, okay, well, let me know when you're finished crying. There was no emotion. I gave him all my emotion. And he obviously needed it because he sucked it up. I mean, when I tell you my cup stayed empty because I was always pouring into him, I never got that back. It was never reciprocated. Long story short, he was in a work-related accident, and he died. So here I am, divorced and widowed by the age of 36. That's a lot to take in. That's a lot to deal with. But I am the queen of just pushing stuff to the side and keeping it moving. Is that healthy? Hell no. I'm surprised I haven't cracked from all the shit I've been through. But, you know, all of that shit will come up in other episodes. But I feel like marriage is not for me. First of all, they ended in two of the worst possible ways. Adultery on his end and then death 
That's a lot that I'm still dealing with. The second husband passed away a week before his birthday in 2016. And it's now 2023. Do I feel like I am starting to heal or recover from it? No. I'm still pushing, going through the motions, working, tending to my kids. And just, I'm on robot mode. I'm just going, just going. I'm on a conveyor belt doing everything like that I'm supposed to do and moving and moving and moving and just keeping it moving. And then I have my, my setbacks, like the late husband, our anniversary. I try my best to ignore the date. His birthday, I try my best to ignore the date. The day he died, I tried my best to ignore the date. Go to work, stay busy, and when I realize the date, it's gone. Okay, keep going. Keep going, B. Keep going. And so, yeah. As far as marriage goes, when someone is getting married, and this is just, of course, my opinion, seeing how I've been through the ringer, make sure your partner loves the shit out of you. For real. Not that fake shit. I want to take care of you, and we're going to be happy, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no. I'm good. I'm good by myself. In my 40s, I am still trying to figure out how to be good by myself. And it's easy if you focus on you. I gave so much of me in those years that I didn't know who I was. Make sure before you get married that you know who you are. Make sure you love you. And something I'm horrible at, because my sister keeps telling me I'm horrible at it. Self-care. If don't nobody care about you, you need to care about you. And just love on you. You love yourself to the point where you know how to love you. So if somebody else comes into your life and they don't match the love that you give to yourself, you already know. Nope, not going to be a fit. Keep it moving. Skedaddle. Get the hell out of my face. So, yeah. My thoughts on marriage is don't do it. Don't do it. It's exhausting having to put up with somebody else's neuroses and all their flaws. Because when you marry somebody, you get the good, the bad, the ugly, the shit you want nobody else to know, and then some. So you have to ask yourself, is this something I am willing to put up with for the rest of my life? And you got to think hard about that. And if the answer is no, then it's no. Do not ever sell yourself short to say that you're in a relationship or just to have the title of a wife. Or to say, just walking around with your little ring on. I'm looking at my finger now and I can still see the imprint from both of my wedding rings. It's like, they're not going anywhere. No matter how much turmeric or skin cream lightener or whatever that I put on it, those imprints are still there. It's a constant reminder of what I know I don't want to do again. You're going to have to be a 
real bad fucker to get me to say I do to anything other than going to Whataburger up the street. Because I'm, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. And when when you grow up in a society where everybody's, not everybody, but a lot of people are married and you can see that they're unhappy, but they're like, well, it's cheaper to keep her and you just feel stuck or you just go through the motions. Life should never be just going through the motions. Life should be what you want it to be and not watering it down for somebody else. Marriage should be not even 50-50, 100 and 100 or more towards each other. Whoever you marry should be your best friend. Y'all should have your little inside jokes. You should have your camaraderie. Like if somebody calls and like, hey, can I come over? And you look at your spouse and they're like, "Mm mm-mm. And you be okay with it. And then y'all climb in the bed and watch TV or, you know, Netflix and chill. And just hang out and just laugh and talk and joke with each other. Marriage should be the best friend ever that you get to make love to. Where you can depend on each other during the good times and the bad. The highs, the lows, the emotional setbacks. I mean, just being there for each other and knowing that that person is going to be there for you. Take it from somebody who knows because I've done it twice. And been proposed to a couple of times since then. But I can't do it. I'm like, yeah, nope. Mm-mm, nope. I see what I bring to the table to make you happy. And I just don't feel like it'll be reciprocated. So, no. Like I said, you got to be a real bad motherfucker for me to say I do again. Marriage can be a beautiful thing. Because my first marriage, it wasn't. It started off extremely rocky where I, I should have never I should have never done it. But a little into it, it's it started to get better and better and better, and our family started growing. And for a while it, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. For our seven-year anniversary, he surprised me with an actual wedding because when we did it the first time we went down to the courthouse but he wanted to renew our vows I had just given him two babies and he wanted me to know that he really loved me and this was his way of showing me I want to give you the wedding you never had now mind you this is how I know this fucker wasn't listening I never wanted a wedding that shit cost too much you gotta pay thousands of dollars for a dress you gotta pay hundreds of dollars for food to feed people to watch you be happy what the hell? No. You got to buy a cake. You got to get your hair done. You got to take off from work. You, it's, it's too much. I understand why people elope. I really do. Because my whole time, and maybe this is just my crazy mindset, but when he surprised me with it, I'm immediately thinking, you know what we could have did with this money? What we doing this for? We already married. And I felt like everything he did for me, it was for show. He wanted other people to see, look at how good I am to my wife. And I went all about that. I'm not a showy person. 
So it was like, what the hell, dude? You know how many bills we could have paid off? You know, we could have started some college funds for what you just put into this. But, you know, you win some, you lose a lot. And even to this day, he'll deny it. I did it because I loved you. No, you did it to show off. That shit went for me. If you truly knew me, you would have known. I ain't want none of that. And I'm not going to lie. During the, the ceremony and stuff, I had to... <laughs> I had to force a smile. Like, why am I doing this? I got a newborn I need to be feeding. I need to relax. I need to take a shower. I need to wash my hair. Well, all of that was the morning of when I was surprised. But I just, no. You put this big elaborate show on, for what? For what? I just want to show the world that I love you. And I just want to renew our vows. Why? What was wrong with the old ones? <laughs> yeah, okay, but maybe that's just me. But I, yeah. Marriage isn't for me. I can have a boyfriend for the rest of my life. I can have a boyfriend for the rest of my life. I don't need to be legally attached to somebody where it hurts like hell to end it. Because when you're married and you get a divorce... I don't care what anybody says. It's like death. You had your flesh and your soul bonded to another person. And with the signing of a piece of paper, you're literally ripping that flesh apart. It hurts. It's like a death. Part of you was gone. The you that you created in this union is being ripped apart. It's being ripped apart. If anybody gets a divorce and they're fine and they say they're okay and that they're not hurting and they move on super duper quick, they that joker didn't never love you to begin with. They didn't love you to begin with. That shit was just something they did just to do, which is another thing. I feel like marriage now is just a big old show. I'm married. Look at what he did for me. Look at my rock. And uh, and then people, you got them assholes who turn into bridezillas. You want to be an asshole to the people that's trying to help you have your perfect wedding day. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. No. So that's my opinion about marriage. Don't do it. I mean, it can be good, but just make sure everything is lined up. Make sure everything is in order. And something one of my cousins told me when I got married. Always keep a separate account that your spouse is not on. You can have your joint accounts or whatever, but always keep some separate money on the side for you because you never know what's going to happen. Don't don't be me. Do not be me. I just thought... I felt like Angela Bassett in Waiting to Exhale. The shock on her face when he said he didn't want to go to the party with her and his other girl didn't want to be alone that night. He was thinking, well, why should she have to be? And he literally just kicked her out with the trash. 
on the curb and didn't care. Did not care. Oh, Lord. I'm reminiscing. And that's not a good thing because that was a fucked up time in my life. So, yeah, my views on marriage. If you're going to do it, go all in. Make sure you really love this person and make sure they really love you. And you'll know if somebody really loves you or not. Don't get tricked. Don't get tricked. But then again, I did get married really young. And so, I didn't know who I was yet. But I thought I would be okay. I was like, okay, well, we can grow into this together. We can grow and evolve together. And when he got where he felt like I didn't love him the way he needed to be loved. (laughs) Can you sign here, here, and here? Oh, not to mention the little heifer that, I'm sorry, the old crinkly dinosaur that he left me for. This joker was somebody from the church singing praises to God, pretending to be my friend the whole time. She even helped him find the divorce lawyer. And I was so blind and naive and just stupid to the whole situation. To this day, she hate my guts. And I'm trying to figure out why I didn't do shit to you. You did it to me. And then my kids, she was like, well, she says that you guys are friends. And I would just ask them. I'm like, all right, let's use some critical thinking here. Does she call me? Do we hang out? Have you ever heard her say one positive thing about me? And they really started thinking. They were like, no. I said, so what makes you think she's my friend? And they were young at the time when all these questions started. They were like, well, well, she says. And I'm like, who are you going to believe if what you're figuring out on your own right now makes no sense at all? So, yeah, they figured that out pretty early. And, um, yeah. We have affectionately gave her the nickname T-Rex. Because they say that's what she sounds like. <laughs> ah. Yeah, T-Rex with a SpongeBob square pants, literally, twist. If you know, you know. But then you don't because I'm being anonymous. So yeah, marriage, it ain't for there. It's not for everybody. I really don't think it's for me. But if you do find yourself wanting to be married or have somebody in your life that adores you and looks at you like you are the best thing since sliced bread every day and shows you that you are amazing to them in their eyes. If to nobody else, you should be on a pedestal in their eyes and vice versa. And marriage is all about reciprocating what you get. Only if it's positive. If it's negative, then get the hell out of Dodge. That's why you got that separate account that don't nobody know about. But yeah, marriage should be fucking amazing. And for me, hindsight is 2020, because that shit was not. 
Well, it was amazing for them. I made sure they were always okay. Whatever I felt like they needed, oh my God, I was there. I was on it. My baby needed this. I got you. I got you. I got you. And that wasn't quite what I got in return. So that being said, in my opinion, marriage is, is it's horrible right now. Maybe it used to be good. Oh my goodness, before I before I end this episode, the movie Fences with Denzel Washington and Viola Davis. I mean, what the hell? That was a normal thing in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and 60s. And women just put up with it. Oh, this is my husband. But he got a whole fucking family around the corner. Literally, around the corner. Extra kids on the side that you know nothing about. And then expect you to be okay with it when they bring that kid home. I have mixed feelings about the kid part. Because that's literally what I am the product of. The kid around the corner. To the man who already had a family. But I'll save that for another episode because it'll probably have me crying. Long story short, marriage can be amazing until it's not. So make sure going in, you have all of your T's crossed, all of your I's dotted, and your own separate account to the side. Not saying you're ever going to even need it. It could just be your stash. But anyway, I hope this episode was helpful to people who are on the fence about marriage or feel like it's not for them or feel like they still want to give it a shot. You do you, boo. With that being said, I am Miss Anonymous B. And this is Thinking Out Loud. <laughs>